It's, it's a lot of prepping, a lot of research. What makes this brewery unique? What are they doing that no one else is doing? It'll kind of let them tell the story. And like for us, it's uh, we don't get paid a dime to do this. We are here to highlight the breweries. We're here to promote the breweries because we're just passionate about it. And drink the beer. This podcast is sponsored by Grazia Veda Concept Salon and Paradise Massage where whole body care is their specialty. Now offering massage, nail, and hair care services tailored to everyone's individual needs. They're conveniently located at 4638 Golf Road in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, or find them online at graziesalon.com. Hey travelers, it's time for another Taproom Takeover podcast, and we're taking over a parking lot, kind of, or a, a space if you will, um, at one of the places that I've been twice already. And so we've, we're discovering the, the last outdoor space at Lazy Monk. Um, but we're not actually interviewing anybody from Lazy Monk. We're actually interviewing Aaron and Evelyn from Brew Adventurers. Say that five times fast. It's kind of like Taproom Travelers. You, you can't say it five times fast, <laughs> but it's memorable. So uh, they are local podcasters here in Eau Claire, and they... They do what we do, and they go out and find new breweries and get the stories about these breweries. So, um, welcome, guys. Thank you for joining me. Um, it's nice to know local podcasters and and uh, people that enjoy craft beer like we do. So, well, thank you for having us on, Landon. Yeah, uh, really, really appreciate it. Um, yeah, and. We just do the podcast part of it. We, we don't have all the cool <laughs> video stuff like uh, like you guys do. So that's 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 really cool uh, going on and you watching sa- some of that too. You saved uh, you saved a lot of money by not investing in video equipment. Let me tell you. That. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, we we spent enough in audio equipment, so I couldn't imagine investing in uh, in video equipment as well. Right, right. We also don't have enough people. Oh yeah. Well, you know, it it uh, it's a lot of organization to get all of the people ready to go to one of these places. So. Um, anyway, uh, I want to know, um, so you guys are relatively new to the, the podcasting world. So, um, we've been doing this on and off for what seems like forever. So I, I, we honestly don't remember what it's like to get into it and get into it now when craft beer is booming, like it, it's never, it never has. Sure. Um, so what was it like and, and kind of give us a, a, a brief history and, uh, kind of what it was like to dive in to uh, podcasting for craft beer now. Sure. Well, we'll start a couple years ago just to give you a little background on this. We, we kind of got a little trifecta going. So uh, Brew Adventurers is how it all started back in, what was it, November of 2019 at a Packer game. We were at, actually at uh, Badger State Brewing and just had a couple in us talking beer. And we decided, wow, we both like beer. We both love to go to different breweries. And I believe it was Evelyn's idea, hey, we should really do a blog about this and uh, go check out different breweries and, you know, get some social media followers and, uh, you know, go, go highlight these different places. So, uh, and then we just start, decided that let's grab a sticker from every place too. So we ended up actually printing off a, a full-size, queen-size bed 
uh, sheet of the state of Wisconsin and uh, trying to grab every sticker from every brewery in Wisconsin we were going to. And, and our goal was to try to hit everyone, which is an absolute uh, lofty goal. And it seems like it's real difficult to keep up. But uh, So, yeah, we, we grabbed a sticker from there. Then we had to, to run back to Hinterland and, and grab a sticker there because that was the first brewery we went to before the game. And that's kind of how it all, all started with with that and I think we've been to over 70 some breweries so far together in Wisconsin in Wisconsin wow. yeah, close to a hundred you know it, including the the neighboring states so yeah. it's it's been a pretty cool adventure so far and then you know shortly after that was it uh, during the summer of 2020 we decided heck let's try our hand at home brewing so we started our adventure in home brewing as well which oh, wow. yeah while you're going around to these different breweries you know, you, you feel a lot more competent if you're brewing yourself. You kind of understand the process. You know, you, you, you get a better understanding of the styles, what's all goes into it. And if you get the opportunity to talk to one of the head brewers or brewmasters, you can actually have an intelligent conversation with them because, you, you know, obviously uh, professional brewing is on a different scale than right. home brewing. But there's a lot of it that's that's still the same. A lot of processes that are, are, are still the same. And we ended up really enjoying that as well um so we we named our homebrew company uh ba brewing company yeah from brew adventures which is our um our little social media blog and then it just i the light bulb went off one day well would be cool to actually do a, a podcast to get even deeper into the uh, the brewing community so that's when we decided to start uh brew views and i believe our first podcast was in was it march or or april march yeah march that we we started that um march of 2020 march of 2020 okay yep yep, yep. or no march of 2021 it was oh, this year this, this march year. Wow. yep yep yeah, yep. Yeah. yep so we're going on we've got what five episodes under our belt already and it's it's been uh it's been quite the awesome experience and some and some big episodes not not that any of them are you know lesser than the other but some uh, big companies yeah some big companies yeah Yeah, like we didn't expect new glarus just to get back to us and and want to do that it's like well that was kind of the the gold mine for us it's like well yeah we want to do it and (laughs) those people are so great and humble over there and the the way they operate their business and treat their employees it's i guess no surprise why they got back to us and we're we're all for doing it just um dan and deb are just amazing people so um but yeah i mean we we've done you know breweries just starting out like our very first episode was uh district one in stevens point wisconsin we ended up finding them on one of our adventures out yeah. that way and evelyn actually found them by um, but by chance, just Googling as we were leaving Stevens Point Brewery, and we ended up hooking up with their uh, head brewer and co-owner over there, Chris Gathers, and just a fun, energetic guy who has yeast going through his veins, too, I think. <laughs> and uh, you know, actually ended up going in brewing with him in 2020, later that, that year. Wow. And we've just kind of been in contact since that. So he was my, my fir- our, well, our first episode, and it went, yeah, it went really well. And things just kind of started to um, go from there. Yeah. And I think in answer to your original question about starting a podcast about beer, is that it's not it's not what people think. It's it's a lot more work. I mean, I think that the hours of 
you know, research that Aaron did for the 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 equipment alone. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Like that's a huge huge part and then learning how to use it and then learning how to edit. <laughs> and then upload and what it takes to put it out is huge. Yeah, yeah. Um and then you also have to figure out, well, who do I want to interview for? Like what what brewery do I want to go to? I mean, obviously the obvious answer is all of them, but right, right. where where do I want to start and how in the world do I contact somebody about it? Because you don't know who you're reaching out to. It could sure. just be the cashier at the front desk who answers <laughs> emails occasionally. Or <laughs> with New Glarus, it was Dan. So, right. I mean, you never know what you're going to get. And sometimes you just have to be a little annoying. Yeah. And, and really, like, send a lot of emails and phone calls and, you know, maybe a little begging once <laughs> in a while. I'm sure you've probably seen a lot of info at blah, 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 brewing.com. Yep, yep. Yeah. that's where we yeah. reach out to. And, you know, <laughs> we got probably a 50% return rate. It's like you want to schedule so many out, have so many on the hook, but yet you don't want too many where they're going to forget sure. about you. Um, and then you have these ideas of the ones you, you want for whatever reason, whatever reason why you find they're unique and, and want to interview them and think that would give some unique interest, interesting information and it's it's rather disappointing and disheartening when they they don't end up getting back to you but you know that's just that's just kind of how it goes right but we've been fortunate so far you know starting out it, it, you know we wanted to make sure that we had a couple breweries that we had already been in conversation with and felt comfortable with you know just just for us having our being our first couple you know few podcasts you know we were able to get through them without it being you know too weird for us trying to get the hang of it because this is kind of something outside personally my comfort zone doing this and you know probably Evelyn's as well you know we've never done a podcast we never thought about doing a podcast before until earlier this year and hey this sounds like a great idea but yeah, those are those are those are some of the challenges, and just you know, what what do we do next? How do we keep making this interesting? You know, I don't want this list of qu- same single questions we ask every single time. You know, sometimes yeah. y- you like to ask the same questions, but it, it's it's a lot of prepping, a lot of research. What makes this brewery unique? What are they doing that no one else is doing? You know, kind of let them tell the story. And like for us, it's. Uh, we don't get paid a dime to do this. We are here to highlight the breweries. We're here to promote the breweries because we're just passionate about it. And drink the beer. And, <laughs> and, I, and we had to figure out, too, like, what are we going to do that's different? Like, I didn't realize until we started our stuff up how many other beer podcasts there are. Sure. So, I mean, yeah. we, had, we had to decide, too, what are we going to do that's different, that's going to make people want to listen to us? Right. Not just our family and friends who feel like it's owed to us at least you have family that knows how to download a podcast that's good or, or yes yes we, yeah. we make sure that we hound them said listen to our podcasts yeah let us know give us feedback sure you know, we like the honest feedback on it on it too um we have we have our parents who you know give us feedback that's always going to be pod positive but then sure. there's we have other family members who are like yeah could do better <laughs> So what's one of the, and from each of you, what's one of the biggest surprises that you've had in, in such a short amount of time doing this? Well, I guess for me is the, the, the surprise is actually interviewing the, the, breweries, the brewers themselves. And just at least the ones we've interviewed is how passionate they are about what they do and yeah. what it actually takes 
to do this and the, the actual risks that they've end up taking and going through it's it's just amazing how they've had to battle through covid and the the uh, challenges they've went through starting up the brewery and keeping it going and keeping it fresh and you know keeping their <laughs> their clientele coming <laughs> back because like you said that the craft brewing industry has just exploded. There's so many out there. Why Why should we keep coming back to you? What are you doing to, you know, just kind of like us doing a podcast, you know, right. why are people going to want to listen to us compared to any other of these um, uh, podcasters out there doing the something similar we are, which poses another challenge. It's like, what breweries are they doing around the area? Um, we don't want to saturate the market either. I'd hate to be like the fifth podcast and, you know, get some canned version because this is a, you know, fifth time they've been interviewed by a, a podcaster within this year. So <laughs> I guess those are, those are a couple of my biggest surprises. Sure. Yeah. Um, I think mine kind of echoes Aaron's too. It's just the, the history, every single one of them is different. Um, and some of their, Obviously, one of the questions I always ask is, what's your favorite beer style? And yeah. I don't think that we've gone to one brewery where the person we've interviewed has had the same choice or views on it or similar taste. Every single one of them has been different, which is awesome. Nobody said a seltzer, have they? No, not oh, yet. Oh, goodness. But as, no. soon as, as soon as I do hear one, I'll text it to you Good. so you avoid yes. them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's kind of a that, that's a kind of a whole topic uh, in itself, isn't it's it? With yeah. the whole <laughs> the whole new trendy beers and and, and seltzers, we, we could go on forever about that. I've oh had some yeah, pretty uh, candid conversations with a couple brewers about about that. So <laughs> as as have I, and uh, I usually started off <laughs> right. Well, yeah, I mean it, it, it's cool to, to it, oh yeah. And one of the other things that kind of surprised me too, I, I some of the smaller ones or upcoming ones, I always like to ask them about Untapped. Because that yeah, yeah. seems to be a real hot-button topic for a lot of them. And at least the ones that I've talked to so far and asked that question, they've thought it was actually a good thing. They're like, oh. you know, it is what it is. It's, it's getting people interested. It's getting them out discovering new breweries. You know, you kind of take some of the stuff with a grain of salt. You know, you always want that high rating. But, you know, all in all, I, and that really kind of surprised me. I thought it was going to be, no, this is just kind of a, a joke, just a place for people to go rip on beer, rip on other people, which, yes, right. some of it is. But if, if you get to the bottom of it, it's it's a new way to energize people of finding new breweries and, and trying their, you know, new beers. So that, that, was, that was actually pretty interesting because one of them was from a longtime um, person in the beer industry and one was from a newer brewer out there so they, they both kind of had the same input on it and wow yeah it was i didn't really expect that i thought untapped was going to get ripped to shreds to be quite honest with you but it didn't that's that's amazing um you know i've i've heard i've heard a lot of ripping on untapped um but then i've also heard uh, a lot of people that are able to shrug off the the ratings of you know 0.5 and the comment that says i don't like this i'm an ipa drinker and when it's uh, like a Vienna lager, so <clears throat> it's it, it it's tough because you have a lot of that. I mean, if you don't like the style, you have no reason to rate it right. poorly. Why don't you rate the style that you actually like and are familiar with? Because it's 
Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's 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 the bad side of <laughs> Untapped, obviously. That's but. also a sign of the way our country's going. But we can. That's a whole other podcast. Right. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We can uh, <laughs> talk forever on that some other day, which probably isn't part of a beer podcast. So, yeah. Uh, so, you know, we've we've talked about trends that we're seeing in the industry and uh, on previous episodes and videos that we've done and stuff. Um, what are you guys seeing out there that that maybe? You know, everybody has a different perspective. So when you visit a brewery, what are you starting to see, whether it be trends in beers, uh, trends in tap rooms, anything that's, you know, that you're starting to see that's trending? Well, everyone is trying to find a way to pull in more business, whether it be by, you know, different unique events or having food trucks or the the, the entertainment Um at, but as far as like the beers go, every like we talked about earlier, you know, a lot of them are brewing seltzers. They have a seltzer on tap, you know, reluctantly. They said they're never going to do it, but they ended up doing it. And it's, you know, it, it's kind of a unique in Wisconsin with the demographic because you it, it sometimes it's hard to survive on just brewing a single style right you know if you're just going to be a strict lager brewery or you're just going to be a strict ale brewery or you're just going to be a strict i'm just going to brew trendy crap and back sweeten all of my beers with uh, fruit puree um i don't know anybody who does that no me either (laughs) well and i'm going to add to that too i think it all depends too on their brewmaster so if it's somebody who's fresh out of a brewing school or an older brewer who has a certain brewing style, you're going to see it a lot different. I feel like some of the newer breweries have a lot of the candy beers. Sure. Um, and the more new age. The new tap. wave of whatever they consider a beer. Yeah. yeah. Throwing yeah. Girl Scout cookies in the mash. and <laughs> sure. have, I mean, and, you know, <laughs> kudos to them. A lot of it's marketing. A lot of it's, you know, buzz to get people interested in right. it but you know I, I i think around here if you have a good variety i mean that's kind of what i've i've noticed that you're going to even the ones that poo poo the, the the trendy beer they they at least have one they have the the hate one or two hazy ipas maybe they try something real crazy they have a seltzer on tap but you know what that's not all they have they have a nice lager they might have a you know a stout they might have a you know English um, bitter. You know they, they have a they have a really good variety of of beer on on tap. And yeah. you know if you can brew, it, it's great if you can brew one style really good and make your name on that. But if you're able to do a couple styles really good and really bring in that crowd, especially the touristy towns, like you got the you know people who just want to come have a beer. So you better have yourself a good like cream ale or lager a beer, or beer. easy a beer yeah. beer on tap yeah. that you can drink but you know if it's a touristy area and you have a lot of people from the big cities who are you know the haze brewers that are coming through town and want their uh double hazy ipa well you better be able to to brew right. that or have the seltzers for the the ladies that come in and say they don't like beer but i mean i even it's, have it's not just ladies <laughs> i know <laughs> there's uh, some guys that drink seltzers yeah. yeah i drink seltzer it just doesn't have alcohol in it but the one, the one uh, brewery did visit is like they had some really light stuff and they said, hey, I don't like beer. Well, here, try this nice, yeah. light, easy thing. Yeah. You like that? Okay, well, now I'll try this, a step up. 
Um, and then eventually you're getting into some little thicker and heavier beers. You know, guess what? You like craft beer. Yeah. You're not just going to sit and drink uh, one of the big few um, light beers that are out there. I think there's a lot of people that, that just always have a hesitancy that they, they think this craft beer scene is something that's not for them, that, you know, it's it can't be for them. It's for these other people that aren't them. And, um, you know, I, I think a lot of people that work in breweries, if they had a, a quarter for every time they heard, you know, I don't drink beer. Right. They'd be rich. Right, right. Uh, and those are the same, you know, a lot of those people that come in saying, I don't drink beer are coming in over and over and over again. So, And there's, yeah, I, I, and I think it's really opened up. I, and maybe the amount of craft breweries out here has helped that. But yeah. we were in one of the, the local um, craft breweries the other night, or it wasn't the other night, it was probably uh, earlier this year, and there was a lot of older people in there. I bet you they were probably in their 60s and 70s having a great time. Yeah. They had... And they were drinking a lot of craft beer, so I mean, it's it's not just the young hipsters like you th- you know you think it would be that that like the IPAs. It's it, it's the demographic has I think really changed. And I think the amount of breweries out there and the different styles are doing the different things they're doing. A lot of them have something for everybody, and I, I think that's really brought a lot of different people. Um, out. I mean, even I've even seen it with my parents too. You know, they always used to just have you know you know Miller Lite or. <laughs> whatever that's really all you right. Mick golden light yeah. and now you know with our home brewing too i mean we've kind of broken of that a little bit but you you see them buying a bunch of different beers and uh you know they're visiting microbreweries and telling us about all the cool different <laughs> beers they had i i think a lot of it is uh probably stemming from our uh enthusiasm with sure. it but yeah um you know I, I i think you know to your point there's people have really opened up to the the craft beer scene and I think that's nice. It's uh, it's a nice trend. I, I think yeah. that's one of the greatest trends that I think we're starting right. to see. And these are local businesses too. These are right. small businesses. Right. And at the end of the day, it's not just it's not just the beer. It's it's the business. It's the community. Uh, what I've noticed too is these local um, craft breweries, microbreweries. They're kind of like a like the center point uh, seems to be of the communities you know it kind of brings people together you know people like to gather there that you know i i I don't know i I think they're just kind of a rallying point for the the community coming from lacrosse wisconsin and having a larger brewery um used to be g heileman now city brewery you know that that was also always kind of like the pride and joy of the the city and i've always just kind of found that to be so cool that it's 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 a brewery you know and so. a lot of the breweries too they do a ton of stuff for the communities besides oh, yeah. and like setting up the foundations doing the fundraisers and just i mean they're they're a huge part and i think that the people who don't visit them don't understand that um but i mean each one that we've gone to and interviewed they play a huge huge role in community stuff and i i think um you know, I used to hear a lot about pre-prohibition that every community had a brewery or right. two, and that was right. the same deal. So I think hopefully we're, we're starting to see that again where, mm-hmm. you know, the, the breweries are a part of the community. And I, around here, we're blessed uh, in Eau Claire yep. that, that yep. our breweries are very much a part of the community. And, yep. and, they're, and they're just and, a gathering point, too, for yeah. certain demographics. I mean, they're like, this is where we're meeting, and it's going to be at this day. 
this time. As we are today. Exactly. And and they do a lot for the community, too. I mean, even during COVID, I know here in Eau Claire, there was one brewery here that sold a bunch of different beer um, curbside pickup. Yeah, yeah. It's great. You know, they they come together, and that's that's, a great point Evelyn mentioned, that they do a lot, every single one, they do a lot for the community. They're, They're heavily involved with organizations helping to raise money and you know I, I i think beer doesn't have such this awful stigma it used to because uh, that that can be a you know a touchy subject as well and right. a completely different issue but uh you know just they're a small business looking to help out their community at the end of the day yeah. is what a lot of it comes down to yep uh so just a couple more questions we'll we'll uh you know we'll, we'll keep it shorter that people like to Listen to short podcasts, I guess. Maybe you guys, maybe you guys have realized that. Maybe not. Sometimes we go off the rails, and we've had a couple hour-long ones, and uh, <laughs> or longer, um, some shorter ones, but all valuable, just the same. Yeah, I don't think any of ours have been under forty minutes. We've had a couple. <laughs> our last one went over an hour, um, but I mean, if it's good information, we just right. let it let it go. So if you've got a talker, but, you got to let him talk. Yeah, especially I, when the stories are going. I hear between you don't want to go quite over an hour though because you start to lose people's interest there. So I've yeah. I've heard twenty minutes. I've heard twenty five minutes. For and this is great information for those of you that are wanting to start a podcast. Yep. There's a lot of inf- different information out there. So, Well, the one thing that hit home with me is I said, all right, a, a person's average commute to work is like 20 to 30 minutes usually. Yep. So keep it to 20 or 30 minutes so they can finish the whole podcast on their way to work. Yeah. But when <laughs> we actually modeled our, I actually, yeah, we modeled it after another podcast, and they always went like right around an hour. So I'm like, eh. With a list of questions I have, it's like I, I can't really do under that and let them go because you, you let some of these people start talking. It's like you don't want to. Cut you're them not going to yeah. cut them off because yeah. the information they're giving is 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 great, and it's to try to get everything for them to explain what they're doing, what they're about. It's tough to do that in you know 20 to 30 minutes. Something like this, yeah, you can do it in 20 to 30 minutes. Sure. No big deal. But yeah. Um. Actually, just piggybacking off of that real quick, have you have you noticed a lot with your interviews? And I know you've only done a few, but after you shut the recorder off and you put the mics down, do you still get a lot of stories and stuff that? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> Before we started and after yeah. we shut it off, it's like, oh well, shoot! I wish I would have asked right. this question, or I wish we would have had this information. Right. And, um, and one of those things about the podcast that we don't get to share with people is once we're done, we usually get a really good brewery tour, and yeah. we get to hear even more. So it's something we don't get to share. We get to selfishly keep it to ourselves, and it's really special. And I, I think that's that's even more reason. Um, you know, and you guys maybe feel the same ways when you're passionate about telling the brewery stories and encouraging, and I'm hoping that it encourages people to go and yeah. visit these places. Right. You may not always get to talk to the owner, right. the brewer, but a lot of the people that are just working behind the bar have a lot of those same stories. So exactly. I would encourage everybody, as we've done several times, to visit the places that we visited. And I hope that you have the same experience that we have, but even if it's not the same, I hope it's still a great experience because a lot of these places are very worthwhile to visit. Right, yeah. And we we had one where the bartender, she hadn't been there probably, a, 
I don't think she was there that long. We got the whole story of that brewery. She sat and talked to us for probably a good hour, and it was just phenomenal, the information yeah. the beer tender had about it. So, yeah, it's it's if, if you don't get to talk to the um, the head brewer or the owner or whatever, usually the, the, the beer tenders have the same yeah, same type of information, and are usually just as enthusiastic about Pelney about it. And I, I think beer education has gotten a lot better. Yes, uh, in the in the years leading up to now. So, yeah, it's yep. it's even yep. better. Um, so, a couple more. What is your each of you? What are your favorite beer styles? What do you like to drink? Well. I used to be a huge, like, stout porter person. I mean, that's what I'd gravitate towards when I went to the breweries. But when I started to brew my own and find out about more styles, um, I mean, I think I started to gravitate more towards lagers. I like my hazy IPAs. I'm just kind of a nut job when it comes to beer and, and beer styles you know I, I walk through the going to Woodmen's and walk through their their beer aisle and I'm there 20 minutes pacing back and forth and, and still don't have anything <laughs> picked out you know I'd like to say I have a favorite beer style but I'm always interested to see like the the sours the mixed culture beers those though I'm always kind of gravitate towards those because they can do some real crazy things with with those beer styles so um you know, Evelyn will probably tell you her beer style here in a, a second, but I'll, you know, I'm always grabbing a sip of her beer because um, the, the style she likes, I'm usually really interested about too. So I have like three flavors, so I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty basic. I'll try new flavors if it sounds good, but sure. if there's a cream ale on the menu, I'm going to order it. If there's a sour, I'm going to get it. And now that these coffee blondes have been hitting, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's the blondes and the lagers. There, it's a whole new world from the stout. So, when I see them, that's I had to get the coffee lager today because absolutely, and I it's saw a good it. One. Yeah. And, and as soon as we we tried our first one at Ambibulous, and I was like, I don't care what you've got in the lineup. It's all <laughs> it's all moved down. We're this is going in next. And not only that, is we had to uh, brew one for our next batch of beer too. Nice. So we had yeah. to, we had to brew a uh, we brewed a coffee blonde, and it actually turned out uh, pretty amazing. So. That's awesome. That, that, that's the other cool thing about brewing your own is yeah. you taste of like, hmm, I wonder if I can brew something like this. I mean, you don't want to, you know, copy it, but what spinoff of this can we can we brew too? And right. But we we want to know your favorite too because it's it's one of my favorite questions. What's what's my favorite? Well, like most things in my life, I don't have a favorite anything. Um, <laughs> you know, it's completely I understand. It's, you know, I I can tell you more of what I don't like. <laughs> rather than what I really, really do like. it Now's the time of season where uh, I start drinking a lot of Oktoberfest, and if, if anybody, and nobody locally does it yet, if anybody has a pumpkin beer, We I made a pumpkin beer. Very nice. You're the only one locally that I know that <laughs> makes one. Um, so, and, and there are a lot of people that hate, like the disdain for pumpkin beers yep. is real. And it's, yes, and it's it very is. Big, I am on the other side of that fence where I love pumpkin beer, and if if something says pumpkin when I come into a brewery, I will order it. I don't even need to taste it. Just pour me a glass <laughs> of it. I I want it now. Oh, good. I'm in the same I'm in the same boat with you. I, I hate to admit that sometimes, just because of the exact same reason. But no, yeah, yeah. Well, pumpkin beer is well. Yeah, I love awesome. I love pumpkin beer. And then when we get to Christmas, you know, it's those spiced beers. Um, a lot of the Belgian styles. Yes. I mean, I like those year round anyway. But for some reason, when you get to Christmas, so I'm kind of a seasonal drinker, I guess. Sure. 
Um, I tend to stay away from IPAs, but if I've been, if I go into a brewery and they have some really basic stuff, so if, if it's just, and, and not that there's anything wrong with that, if there's a cream ale or if there's a, a stout or a porter and then they'll have some kind of crazy IPA, I'll go, well, let's try that. Because I've already had a stout, I've had a porter, I've had, you know, a right, female. Right, right. So, um, you know, I guess it just depends on the day, too. So, kind of one of those people, music is the same way for me, so. Sure. Nope, Com- completely get it. <laughs> yeah, we. I, I'm kind of the same way. It's yeah. like I'm kind of all over the place. Yeah, kind of have your few that you grab. Or if there's a certain brewery you're going to and you, I want to try that, well, then it's. Or if you've heard. You know, some, you know, yes. you've seen on social yes. media or whatever, the hype beer. Right. You know, you got to try it just to see what the hype is all right. about. But. And, and to be honest, a lot of times I'll I'll stay away from that because I don't really care. A lot of it is just marketing. And when you yeah, taste yeah. it, it's like, well, this doesn't really taste like Fruity Pebbles or Which is why Thin I, I, I want to see if it lives <laughs> up to the hype. Yeah. Well, you know what I'll, I'll usually do is like, can I just have a little, I don't want don't want to ever order a full glass. Like, can I just have a little sure. sample? They, they yeah. give you just a little pour, take a taste. Okay, yep. That's what I thought it was going to be or not going to be. And I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. Then yeah. what else do you have here? But Right. Uh, that's good stuff. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had anybody ask me. So, so thanks for that. It's my favorite question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, how do people find uh, Brew Views and Brew Adventures, your Instagram and all that good stuff? So it's, uh, you know, we, we do deeply apologize for the confusion because we're kind of a uh, trifecta here. Yeah. Our website is babrewingcompany.com. Okay. And from there, you can get to what we're doing on uh, Brew Adventures uh, BA Brewing Company, and of course, Brew Views, which is the highlight of, of the page. Our, our, our podcast is our, our, our main focus on there, but you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Brew Adventurers. So um, that's where Brew Views resides also. We wanted to try not to create too many different separate websites, but or uh, Facebook Platforms, and Instagram yeah, yeah. P- pages to go find. Uh, but I think it's probably still a little confusing. But, yeah, again, um, Facebook and Instagram at Brew Adventurers or just go to babrewingcompany.com and you can get to all of that plus our, our Brew Views podcasts. Very nice. No Twitter? No. No Twitter. We you don't – haven't made it to the Twitter. It, you don't it, want to go to the hellhole that is Twitter? We're not tweeters. <laughs> yeah, it, it's enough just to keep up on these two platforms yeah. and do the podcast and, and all that. So uh, maybe someday Twitter, but that's just – hasn't been anything that's caught on for either of us yet. So. You're not missing anything, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I understand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, thank you both again for joining me. This is uh, this is great. Uh, it's nice to know that there's more podcasters and people that enjoy traveling to breweries and telling the story of, uh, of breweries out there. So no. um, it's great. Thank yeah. you for having us. It's quite an honor that you'd... Uh, interview us and and have us on your show as well and again um i would you know i i've been to the taproom travelers uh website and those listening i would highly encourage you to go check that out too because you guys do some um fantastic little uh short youtube videos i I, it's on youtube as well i believe so do some fabulous videos and capture some real cool sides and cool unique things with the the breweries as well so um we're a united front yeah, there, so. yeah. 
So thank you. And uh, for all of you listening, if you if this is the first time you're ever listening to our Taproom Takeover podcast, you can find all of our stuff out there on the web, uh, much like Brew Adventurers. We are on Instagram and Facebook, too, and we're on Twitter. I've been tweeting every now and again. Um, and then, of course, our mainstay is YouTube. So go check out all of our old episodes out there. And eventually, one of these days, we'll start vlogging again, but uh, summer's been a... Summer has been a real beast. So, anyway, thank you for listening, and uh, we hope you tune in the next time. Thanks.